Hey Panthers, have we got an episode for you today. Are you guys into spirits? Speaking to the dead? Warnings from otherworldly beings and messages about the future? Well, today we're talking to a psychic medium married duo, and let me tell you, it is a really fun episode, you guys. I'm so excited to share it with you all. I have to say, though, my audio seems to have been muddled during recording for some reason, although I checked it beforehand. So I apologize if it sounds a bit weird sometimes, but please bear with me because these two are very fun to listen to. We recorded for over an hour and a half, and I had to cut it down as much as I could, and it's still a pretty long episode. So I added almost no interruptions with effects or voiceovers whatsoever, because trust me, these two are entertaining enough as it is. So get ready to hear all about ancestors, spirit guides, dark entities, and a few spooky stories as we delve into the thrilling lives of Armando and Gypsy Guzman. Gypsy Guzman and Good morning. My name is Armando Guzman. We are wife, husband, and wife team. Aww. That's right. We are a psychic medium and um, spiritual enlightenment duo, I guess you would call us. Correct. My wife, uh, Gypsy, is a psychic medium, gifted, and which is really weird to have a couple like that. And I also am a psychic medium. Uh, our lives are about uh, spirituality and helping human beings that's our whole mission in this life mm -hmm. here if you believe in past lives and all that i'm sure you guys do but um our mission is to help in this lifetime as we did in the past lifetime as far as we research that spiritually but our mission is to help uh those that come across us right. um, not only do we do this locally here in miami but we also do it throughout the united states from the west coast to the east coast into canada and worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. You have clients worldwide? We have clients worldwide. We see people from Africa, through Haiti to Australia, England, Dubai, Dubai everywhere, Qatar, everywhere, the, the kingdom, Saudi Arabia. That's who we are and right. that's what we, we, we love helping humanity. Armando does readings. I do not. Um, even though I do receive messages via dreams and I you know, know certain things or whatever, but I don't have a lot of patience, as you can tell he does, and I don't. So seeing people is not really my bag. That's his thing. My thing is more spiritual products to help you to cleanse your aura, to open your roads, to get that job you want, or to move forward in life. So that's my specialty. So together, we're here to help people move forward. Correct. That's what our lives is all about. And mm -hmm. um, as we're doing it, we don't take ourselves serious. No. But other people should take us serious. But we don't take ourselves serious because no. we're just two human beings working for humanity. We just go with the flow. Right. We're, we're married. We have a normal life somewhat of a normal life as, as, as you could have, mm -hmm. um, being spiritual to both of us. And uh, we just go with the flow every day. We have a, we have a good time in our lives. And we travel a lot. We, even, as, in, even in our travels, we, t we um, see human beings. If there's an issue with someone or something that my guide says, no matter Waitress, where I am, the bartender, the anyone, it could be anyone, front desk guy at the yeah, hotel, it could be anyone. There's always a message. There's always a message. Yeah. So even when we travel, we're helping human beings. Um, but that's what we're all about. That all right. kind of stuff. Thank you guys so much for for coming. Thank you for having Thank us. You for we're having super us. excited. So uh, yes, we are. 
Yeah, so we want to start off with some of the basics, just in case uh, some listeners are unfamiliar. Sure. Can you guys explain what it means to be a medium? Psychic medium. Right. Well, both. We're going to explain psychic. Mm -hmm. A psychic sees past, present, and future. So there's a lot of people that will just say they are psychic. So they can see past, present, and future. A medium is someone that sees spirits, communicates with spirits, can relay messages from spirits, um, can see your ancestors, your spirit guide, and communicate with them. Or just see spirits, you know, in passing. Like sometimes you're at a restaurant or somewhere and you see spirits. You don't know who they belong to, but they're there. So you can see them. So that's the difference. So some people are both. So Armando is both and so on. We are, uh, we get the best of both worlds. We get the combo. You you go to Burger King, you get that combo stuff and all that. We we are the combo of, of spiritualism. God has blessed us with being psychic mediums. We're not rare, but we're in a different category than you would say a medium or a psychic. Um, but we are in the in the uh, in right. the rare and section. Some, some people are just <clears throat> mediums, so they can communicate with your grandmother that has passed on, or but they can't tell you what's going to happen a month from now. Mm-hmm. So it's two different things. And then the psychic also um, tells you about the past, the present, and future. And mm-hmm. You can't see uh, ancestral spirit guides. And when did the realization come that you had these abilities? I mean, I've been gifted my whole life. Um, I started noticing this and kind of uh, feeling things and all that at the age of about six or so. Where I would see, I would tell my mom, you know, hey, look, last night somebody showed up in my room. Person looked like this, that. And my mother would say, well, you know, that's a, uh, that's a family member of ours or something like that. My mother was also a gifted person. She was a white witch. She was like a closet, what we call a closet case white witch, because my father was a non-believer. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's when I started, about that age, um, seeing things like that. You were about to say, right? I started at um, around four years old. I don't remember because I was too little, but my parents tell me that my father's father died a few months before I was born. And, he, and I guess the whole family was really awaiting you know, their first grandchild or whatever, which was me. So when I was born, he automatically connected with me. And he's still with me. His spirit is still with me. So he died a few months before I was born. When you pick up um, psychic information, basically it's in your third eye. Like a lot of people ask, how do you see things, right? So basically in your third eye, you you will see like a picture, okay? Like for him, when he reads people, it's like a movie in your third eye, right? So I would see this elderly gentleman in my third eye and I would start telling my parents, you know, I see grandpa here. I see grandpa here because they would show me pictures. They wanted me to have that connection with him, even though he was deceased. And I would receive messages from him and he would tell me things. And that was at four years old. And then through my life, I would just know, like I would just know things that were going to happen or I would see ancestors. But other people in my family don't have that gift because they've kind of suppressed it. So I really had no one to talk to. So I just thought I was nuts. <laughs> but yeah, since four. You kind of do think that you're crazy. Um, you really do. Unless you have a supportive family unit, because there could be family members that are in it, but they suppress it. Like like Gypsy right. said, they're closet case witches and warlocks. Whatever you, you can want to suppress your gift if you're scared of it. You can. And it gets to the point where you just will not receive the information or the messages anymore because you suppress it so much they're like hey she doesn't want it that's fine mm-hmm. we'll just go home 
<laughs> we're out. We're out, fool. Okay, so you can either nurture this gift yes. or ability, or you can yes. suppress it. it. Absolutely mm -hmm. correct. In that form, there's more details to this, but it would take us for a very long yes. time to explain all this. But yes, that's the way. It is. is there a difference between spirituality and religion? Yes. How do those things tie into your into your life? We believe in God first and foremost. We believe. I mean, we're both Catholic. Correct. We believe in God. We did the whole baptism, confirmation, communion, all that all stuff. All that fun stuff. But religion and spiritualism are different, even though we always have skeptics that are like, well, you know, I'm a Catholic and I don't believe in that. And I always say, well, do you believe in the Holy Ghost? That is a spirit, right? And you believe in that. So, but religion and spirituality are totally two different things. Spirituality, you're dealing with spirit which is incredible in itself because that shows that our bodies this is just here and now but our spirit lives on forever and takes on many different forms and basically like we still communicate with spirits that have died 20 30 40 50 years ago some even more well, even longer than that we've, right. we've gone back i'm sorry to interrupt you honey but well, i've done readings where we've gone back to uh the uh, 14th century yeah uh 14th century about there. Yeah. So that's going way back. So way, way back. Spirit is eternal and goes on forever. So that being said, your ancestors still love you. If your mother, your father passed away, they still love you. They still watch over you. They still look out for you. Um, I believe religion is, is different. You're probably told to suppress the, more of the spiritual side and the communication with spirits. You know, yes, we do believe in God. Yes, we do believe in the saints. Yes, we do believe in Jesus. Some people ask us if we worship the devil. No, we do not. <laughs> we get all kinds of crazy questions. We get all kinds questions. of, of uh, you would, you interesting, would be crazy surprised. questions. But it all comes down like this, young lady. Whomever you may believe in, Buddha, Muhammad, whomever. Jesus, God. Jesus, God. It's all a funnel. It all comes down into one funnel, and then man has spread it out. Into different, into different sects and different, yeah. Correct, because we all come from different parts of this beautiful world. And it's all the same thing. A wonderful way of looking at it, you know, but spirituality that many people practice whether it's buddhism whether it's i don't know if you guys you know include maybe wicca or something oh absolutely they're yes. all different yeah, all kinds all kinds it's all the same thing it's just people doing spiritualism in a different way right. in order to better yourself and to better your life because you know you have to work on yourself first correct you know and then you can achieve the things that you want to achieve but you have to start feeling good about yourself, being centered, being grounded, you have to work within yourself first. Correct. Mm -hmm. We have met gifted people from all over the world, um, from all races, all different religions. Yeah. We're everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. It doesn't matter where you come from, Africa, Saudi Arabia, wherever. There's gifted people worldwide, everywhere. You, you'd be amazed. Yep. That's amazing, first of all. <laughs> That's a, it's a wonderful union of, uh, of spirituality across the world. Do you believe your abilities made you a spiritual religious person, or did that come first and then your abilities happened to... I think we were religious first because it's kind of forced upon you. You know, I mean, we're Cuban. <laughs> so they, you know, they kind of force, you know, we were forcefully uh, Catholic because that's what our parents were, right? Right. I'm Baptized sorry to, and all that stuff. Correct. Because remember something. We received these gifts, and I'm going to go a little bit further back. Uh, it's kind of a mind-blowing thing, but... When our mothers were carrying us separately, you know, your 
guardian angel descends to attach himself to you. Also your spirit guides, your main guides and all that descend while your mother is carrying you. Mm -hmm. And also and some ancestors. Okay. So all this starts in the womb. Right. And then you're out. And as you're growing, you get baptized and all these things. But spiritualism does, for people that are gifted, if you want to get that technical, it does come first. And then whatever religious sector you go into, whether it is uh, Buddhism, uh, whatever, right? That's that's really, if you want to get really technical, that's the way it works. Mm -hmm. Which is really kind of interesting, right? It's quite amazing um, because we are chosen. I believe that we're chosen people that are gifted throughout the world. You're chosen for this. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. Well, I didn't go looking for it. You can't go looking for it. You can't. Nobody could teach you or anything like that. It's something that comes to you at that point as your mom is carrying. I consider. Well, we both consider ourselves to be more spiritual now than religious. Correct. I really don't believe in organized religion. Um, but we do carry God and, and we church carry in our church hearts. In our, absolutely. We do. The best um, church for me is to treat others with kindness, respect, love, and help as many as you can correct. along your way and not to harm or hurt anyone. Anyone, correct. Um, I kind of suppressed the whole spiritual thing, you know, until maybe I got to 18, 19 years old and then I really got into it more and started working on myself and started the meditation and the prayer. And I would pray to certain saints and, you know, certain ancestors or whatever, and the lighting of the candles or whatever. And you, yeah, well, you know, well, probably at what age did you? Because in your twenties, you were, you know, you weren't. When you're, when I was a teenager, and in my twenties, yes, I saw things and all that, but I was kind of living a life. It. Right. It was suppressed for me because my dad put me in a military school, so I spent most of my life until I graduated at eighteen in a military school, in a military institution. So I didn't know what wearing normal clothes was or anything like that. I wore greens, you know, I, I, I lived it every day. Um, but for me, it was towards the end of my 20s when I said, wow, there's something kicking back around. And then it grabs a hold of you and it's my ancestors. They kind of wait until you're ready mentally. Correct. Because we all go through different stages. In our lives. You know what I mean? In our lives. Obviously, you're not going to think you're same, the same when you're 30 or 40 than when you're 20 or when in your teens. Correct. So I think it kind of kicks back in when you're mentally ready. To start the working your craft, yes. correct. Right. It, it, we've talked to many mediums and psychic mediums and all that, and, uh, and, and everybody is at a different stage of their life. Right. It's really an amazing thing. Right. Yeah, that's really incredible. And I, I loved that sentiment about the spirituality of kindness. Um, can you guys explain sort of the difference between guardian angels, spirit guides, entities, attached ancestors? Guardian angel is actually an angel, okay? Um, so, you really don't know who that is. Sometimes you'll never figure out who that is. But we each, each person has an angel that protects them. That's okay? a life, lifelong babysitter. Exactly. Look at it that way. Your nice. spirit guide is chosen for you. By whom? By God by Buddha, Muhammad, whoever you believe in, and is with you since you are conceived. So in the womb, and then is with you until the day you die. Who can be your spirit guide? Your spirit guide cannot be your ancestor. Who is your ancestor? Your mother, your father, your aunt, your uncle, your grandmother, grandfather, great-grandmother, great-grandfather, great-uncle. You get it, okay? I'll have people, well, my grandmother is my spirit guide. No, she's not. That's an ancestor. A spirit guide is usually a nun, a priest, a monk, people from 
Congo, Africa. Some people, my mom's spirit guide is Haitian. Um, Egyptians. Yeah, my spirit guide is an Arab. A lot of people have Arab spirit guides. From all backgrounds, from back, back, yes. back. I mean, we have, from the Incas, going back to Egyptian times, yes. we met a lady, a psychic, um, where her spirit guide was a an Egyptian gypsy. Which yes. that was totally amazing. Yes. She works with stones and all that. So that goes that far back before Christ. That's really an amazing thing. I have one of my guides, and he lived three, four hundred years ago. It was a shaman lived in <coughs> yes. Arizona. Yeah, and that would be your spirit guide. So that would be your main guide um, that you would ask for help. That you would try to establish a strong communication with. Now, everyone wants to know who their spirit guide is. Sometimes you're going to find out and sometimes you're not and that's totally fine. Don't stro you know, don't sweat the small stuff. I want to know who my spirit guide is. I know people that you know, they're in their 50s or 60s, they've never found out who their spirit guide is. Just know that they're there and they're there to help you, guide you and protect you. So pray to them. You know, ask, talk. But sometimes you might receive a message or a message when you're dreaming, sleeping, you might see something in your third eye and you might put that you know, two and two together, and that is your spirit guide. But also, when we're born, we do have certain ancestors that are with us. Like I told you, my grandfather, who I just passed away. But as we go moving on through life, you will pick up more ancestors. Correct. Which is really okay. a great and amazing thing. We right. do. Sorry to interrupt you. We do pick up ancestors. They attach themselves to us as we move along. Yes. Also, with these, getting back to something that Gypsy said regarding the spirit guides, um, people that are meant to do this in life. At some point, their spirit guides present themselves yes. in a vision, in a dream, or if that person is seeing himself with another talented medium or something like that, you will receive information on, on that spirit guide. But usually right. they present themselves to you, this is who I am, and they will give you their name, their yes. real name, which we do not share with anyone. You shouldn't share with anyone. You shouldn't, no one shares it. It's something that you take to your grave. Um, so that's how that works for people that are gifted. Uh, that that entity, that spirit guide will present itself and show himself to you. And this is who I am and we're gonna get down to business and we're gonna take care of business. Also through meditation. Sometimes you can see your spirit guide through meditation. The real, yes, through meditation and prayer and all that together combined, yes. But usually when you're meant to do something like this, it gets you. It could even get you sitting down at a freaking restaurant or somewhere. I mean, it gets you. But people are really like he gets out all the time when he does readings. Who's my spirit guide? It's not that easy. You know, you can't force them to present themselves no. if they don't want to. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that you cannot force. You cannot force a spirit or like I call them a dead person. You cannot force a dead person to do what they do not want to do. Even an ancestor. Ancestors usually they they really just think of what could be someone that believe very heavily in as, as a Catholic or a Christian they're afraid of this kind of stuff so that spirit will even though he could see everything that's going on will kind of hide um, that sort of things really quick I wasn't exactly sure um, did you mean to say guardian angel and spirit guy is kind of an interchangeable term no no those are two different things. guardian angel is an angel okay. and spirit guide was an actual human um, being who is now in spirit and uh, so all of these terms, are these kind of agreed upon definitions throughout the community of psychic mediums and mediums? Right. Correct. Something that yes. everyone has a universal experience? Worldwide. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, everyone is their own person and has their own way of thinking and their own thought. Mm -hmm. I'm sure maybe you speak to someone else and they'll be like, no, that's not correct. You know, mm -hmm. but 
from what we know and to others that we've spoken to and we've read and through our experience in years, that's and research, that's how right. it works. You would right. say there's similar experience exactly. between exactly. mediums. Right. Correct. Yeah, wow. it, it all works the same way. If you speak to somebody from Saudi Arabia or somebody from uh, Haiti or something, they might call it something something different. Yeah. But again, remember, it's the same funnel. Mm -hmm. yeah. You guys before have mentioned dark entities. Yes. So what would you describe that being? A dark entity can be picked up or can be sent. Okay, so now we're getting into a little bit stuff that's a little bit more serious. If you go to someone's home and there is... Listen, a dark entity can be attached to the land. Not only dark entity, sometimes I just like to call them pissed off entities, okay? So if you buy a house and the land was close to or had anything to do with Native Americans where a, there's a burial ground close by, there were there was there fighting. Was, there was a cemetery there was removed. A lot of a lot of things have happened like that where yeah, they don't they tell remove you they, them. They removed the cemetery. You have no the, idea. The land is still residually contaminated. Guess what? There's gonna be negative activity. So sometimes you have these negative entities attached to land um, property. We've seen people that buy a house, and ever since they buy that house, the house catches on fire. People have died in that house, and it's because the former owner doesn't want to let that go, does not want to accept the fact that they are now deceased, and they attach themselves to that property, they're upset with the people living there, and they turn into a negative entity. So basically, what negative entities do is they create chaos in your life, and a lot of people don't know they have a negative entity attached. The longer you have a negative entity attached, the stronger they get, and the worse it's going to go for you. They will close all doors and all avenues for you. But I think to, to sum it up, basically, in the spiritual world, like in the in the world here now where we are sitting here, there is a balance between good and evil. Absolutely. So in the spiritual world, there's also a balance between good and evil. Mm -hmm. So if someone hates us here in the spiritual world, those dark entities are those type of folks. If yes. That gives you a description. So it, it, it's the same thing. Haters here, people that are bad here criminals, rapists, murders, and all that stuff. In the spiritual world, it's the same thing. Those are what we consider dark entities that that, that lend themselves to do evil on the other side. Yes. And God, I always say God has a dark sense of humor because the evil and goodness go together. It will never stop. This is something that will never, it hasn't stopped from day one. It will never there's stop. So, good and always evil, yeah. Correct. That gives you an idea how the these dark entities work. And then you can also summon an evil spirit there are people that do that to go and attach themselves to so-and-so people do that all the time in all different uh not religions and sex and you know wiccans pagans santeria brujeria, palo whatever mm -hmm. you go and there are people that do this every day this is miami and there's <laughs> and there's the balance and there's the balance between good and evil because somebody here that's evil on this planet right now where we are summon someone from the dark side that's evil. Mm -hmm. right. That's the concept of it. That's how it works. Um, and does this bring about the spiritual dirtiness that you sometimes reference, or is that something different? No. No, spiritual dirtiness as to, like, what I, as to my specialty? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, but spiritual dirtiness, we all have an aura. When you're born, your aura is nice and white, shiny, golden, okay? So when you maintain your aura clean, Everything opens for you in life and you move through life easier. 
So the things that you want to attain or obtain are just going to get to you easier. Everything's going to go well. Do we all have problems? Absolutely. You know, life is life. But how do you um, get dirty spiritually? When you de- if you have a job that you go to every day and you have a lot of people that don't wish you the best, if you deal with a lot of negative people, I'm sure you have people that everything's negative, nothing is positive, <laughs> they just drain you. Well, guess what? Those people suck your energy and they dirty your aura. So there's certain things that you need to do to keep your aura spiritually clean so you can keep all of the paths and avenues open so you can move forward in life with ease. I'm sorry, Trish. So there is a connection. I know the connection that you asked, is there a connection between dark entities and the negative residual things that we pick up, which is the part that Gypsy handles and all that? There's a slight connection. Because let's say that an Indian burial ground, um, you happen to, you know, build a house there or something like that without knowing. Those entities that are there, they did rituals, they don't want anybody on their lands. So yes, you could pick up residual dirtiness from that and dark spirits could also come out of that situation. Yes. There is a rubbing between the two, uh, the two worlds, the two things about being spiritually dirty and dark entities. Yes, it does exist. In houses, in property, I mean, in, in lands, like she said, it, 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 there is a, a correlation between the both of them. And also, if you, if you, um, which we do not go to hospitals or cemeteries, I don't care who's there. I mean, my father, I adored my father, but he knew when he was in the hospital, I couldn't go see him. Because if you are spiritual, or even if you're not, you are more prone to pick up negative energy and negative entities at a hospital, uh, funeral home, cemetery. That's a given. There was uh, one last term I kind of wanted to differentiate, um, but I don't think you guys have actually ever mentioned it. Is is ghosts a thing that exists, or is that kind of like a just? Do you guys just think it's spirits? Is ghosts like a yeah. bad term for no, them? No, no, ghost it's, is like in the movies, right? Right, yeah. the guy it's, with the sheet. Ghosts <laughs> is something you guys believe that people see. No, ghosts of course, ghosts. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's the same thing. You call it. They just they kind of fluffed it up throughout the times right you know what i mean so ghost is a spirit and there are two forms of seeing spirits sometimes you will see them in front of you manifestation a manifestation like i'm looking at you right now right so you can see them like that or you can see them like i told you in your third eye mm-hmm. those and are the some two ways people call that ghost yes yeah that's what it is but it's all spirits it's all spirits I think that, that Casper the ghost thing came out of people <laughs> love those terms, so they yeah. fluffed it up. So but it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah some thing. people just feel better <clears throat> using the word ghost and spirit. Right. right. And uh, actually, by the way, can you guys see people's auras? We do not see people's no. auras. There are human beings that, uh, well, there's not. There's uh, There are folks that particularly just do that, yeah. and they have a special camera yes. where they take a snapshot of you, yeah. and then they will read the aura of the person that is a gifted person that just does that. And certain colors <clears throat> mean certain, certain things. things. Right. Right. But we, there's no human being. But we have, we have, we've seen one girl. It's a rarity, but they are out there that can actually see your aura with a naked eye. Mm-hmm. But it's rare. But normally you can get an aura reading. Um, they have them at some places, like some spiritual shops. Right. It's a special camera. They take your picture, and then she'll tell you, you need to work more on, you know, your, your inner child, your, your throat, throat chakra, chakra is blocked, like depending on the colors that come out. It's meant to help you. 
It's, mm -hmm. it's meant to help you to move you forward in life. It's another way of very strongly helping you. Mm -hmm. And you have to do it with that camera. There are people that do it with computers, PCs, and all that. Yeah, that we did don't that work. once. Uh -uh. That doesn't work. You no. have to have the camera because the camera captures the true essence of your aura of the human being that the aura is attached with. Mm -hmm. It's not an expensive. It's a very expensive, very expensive camera. camera yeah. So you, it's a five thousand dollar piece of equipment. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people wow. don't. They rather do the PC type thing. Yeah, but you gotta have the camera. That doesn't work. So the abilities that you both live with. Uh, does there come a sense of duty or responsibility Absolutely. with it? Absolutely. 24 we take this very seriously. Yes. A lot of people don't. Uh, a lot of people see it as a way to make money, and they don't care if they're helping you or not. We're not those kind of people. You know, we were raised a certain way, and we've been spiritual our entire lives. Correct. And we have seen that done to many people that we know and it has been done to us to us when we were younger that we were kind of lost in our 20s you know we were taken advantage of a lied of to clients, a lot of our clients, clients have been lied amazing. to and taken advantage of so we take each person that comes across our path um, we take it very seriously and we're just there to help we don't oversell anything to anyone my husband does your reading that's all he does He's not going to tell you, listen, I need to do this, I need to do that, and that'll be this much. It's a reading. No. And with my products, I give you what I think you need, because you know what? I believe in karma. I don't need that karma. I'm here to cleanse and move forward, and I like to sleep well at night. So I, you know, we take it very seriously. That's, that's all about the human beings. I mean, money's great. We all love money. I love money because I and like. We to, all need money to we live. Need, sure. I like to eat great. I like to eat sushi, and I like to eat all these kinds of things that are uh, expensive. <laughs> so, money is great, but it's the human being, and we've also, like we said in our travels, we've seen folks for free, mm -hmm. and in our daily lives, sometimes people situations present themselves, and we'll see that. For free. Well, let me tell you that about about Armando. Um, for many years, he would not see people but we would give messages for free that's how we started mm -hmm. so if um, we had a co-worker because we both had regular jobs if we had a co-worker that was going through something and we would receive a message we would give them that message um, then they would tell their friends hey you know can you tell me something for my mother or whatever never thought to charge a dime we thought we're just helping people correct um, we would travel the waitress, the bartender, whatever, give up messages for free. And we thought, this is great. We keep living our regular lives. We help people. And that's it. We thought that was the end. So one day, we go to a seance. Spiritual in, gathering. Right. In, in Spanish, it's called una misa espiritual, basically. So you get um, two or three strong psychic mediums, and then other people attend, whoever gets invited. We were lucky to be invited. It was a, um, a friend of ours. It was about four uh Strong mediums there. Four strong psychic mediums strong there. Mediums. Old, old mediums. Who did not know us, had never seen us before. They had no idea who we were. And we get there, and the lady says uh, to Armando, you're very gifted. And Armando says, well, you know, I, I see certain things, and I say certain things. And the lady says to him, but I have a message for you. You have to start charging. So we both looked at each other and laughed out loud. Because we said, who's going to pay? And we didn't want to do that. And that's not, we, we were totally fine yeah. working our regular jobs and living our In lives. In the corporate world. Right. We, you know, we thought we were fine. And the lady says, well, I have a message from your spirit guide. 
he says if you do not start charging for readings and seeing people he's going to make you deathly ill and um basically you're going to be on a hospital bed without being able to get up so those are your two choices so we thought she was nuts and here we are a year later it came to reality what she said yeah. i had to start seeing folks did you get sick no the the uh, professional world everything closed up on me that's what they do everything that's what they do mm -hmm. spirit guides ancestors when you are meant to be on a certain path they'll don't nudge you in that path but of course we're stubborn right and he's a Taurus, so he's extra stubborn and i have a coin so i'm also extra stubborn yeah so you know they kind of were nudging us in that way and i kept telling him armando i think you need to do this and he was terrified he's like i can't leave my job and you know i can't this is not what i want to do i don't want to be one of those people right because we grew up in this world so um they closed up our avenues right our corporate avenues. so what they do is they close everything for you and the only light at that at the end of that tunnel is that path that's and that's crazy. exactly what happened he was at his job for I don't know, 20 something years at years the top of his game world. never had a problem all of a sudden they let go of a bunch of people him included so he sets up all these other great interviews great jobs and I told him, you're going to go to all of those jobs and you're not going to get one. And if you don't, that's the sign that you have to leave all that behind and start your spiritual path. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, for one reason or another, yeah. everybody was like, you're amazing, you're it, but I can't get you. We want yeah. you, you're amazing. And then they would change their mind. No, we're going uh, We're going another yeah, way. Another direction. We're going another direction. Wow. Yeah. So it was that, like that. That's how it worked. They closed everything up for it you. It worked out, yeah. But now you guys are succeeding very much. Absolutely. This. And well, we're if you, happy. If, if you could, yeah. we, Gypsy and I, are extremely happy. The most satisfying thing for us is when we get a text or an email from a client, from someone that was way down in that dark hole, and now they're living a clean life. They're thriving. They're thriving. Yeah. They're making money. They're happy. They're healthy. That's what makes us really feel like amazing. So you believe that you had to go through this path, or, or why do you think your spirit guide wanted you so badly to go through this path? Is it because there is a calling in life for everyone, or correct, for, absolutely, in particular for, for you guys? Everyone, for everyone, everyone has in my readings, their own path in life. Correct. In my readings, that's interesting. That's an interesting question. There, uh, in my readings, I have policemen, firemen, military people, and all that, and it always comes out that these people are recycled to do the same thing again in this lifetime. It's amazing. They come from uniform from life, past lifetimes and they're back in uniform again. So these are things that are meant to happen. You're calling as we are And he meant has to been be a psychic, psychic medium. medium in many other past, past lives. lives. Correct. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We were just told that because we had our natal chart uh, read yeah. to us. It was We went to an astrologer who was awesome, by the way. We never had done that Because we've never been really into astrology. But we're open to everything, right? Why Always. not? And I freaked out. I freaked out when she told him. She said, you have the stamp of the psychic medium. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And you have been a psychic medium in all of your other past, past lives. lives. So it's really yeah. amazing. To, that's a great validation for 
us yeah. together for me. It was a great validation. And I was burned at the stake as a witch, just to put that in. <laughs> that came out of years, correct? Yeah. That came out of years. In my past <laughs> life, I was burned at the stake. But we're talking many hundreds. Yeah, we're talking I'm many like, hundreds of years I'm back, like, back, no back. No wonder back. I don't like the heat. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, no. So, uh, I hope that answers your question. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, what, is, what is a natal chart? Is that some kind of, does that have to do with past lives? No, a natal chart, which is you should think about getting one it's awesome a natal chart all you need is the um date of birth time of birth and location okay so basically what it showed us is that everything is written and everything is written and we're really not in control so me being a former control freak i kind of said like you know what i need to chill because it's kind of all written so i'm just gonna chillax right what it tells you is because of the alignment of the planets exactly when you were born it's like a snapshot of that depending where the planet was on the day and time you were born certain things in your life are going to happen or have happened so it was incredibly um eye-opening it was it was, really, it, it was really great it's actually to to expand on what you just said it's actually amazing that god muhammad buddha whomever you take a snapshot of this baby that just came out at 9.30 a.m. 1959 in Belize. Snapshot of that person. And that person's chart comes out. You have to be a talented human being to be able to chart this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, they chart everything. The stars, the, the moon, the planets, how everything was lined up, the sun and everything. And that tells them, tells that human being everything about you how your life is going to be what and you're supposed been. to be doing has been and everything like that it's really an amazing it's kind of a freaky thing they'll that even, god is that and they'll even tell you pinpoint. what career path you should be doing like this woman told us that she had a guy that worked for fpnl you know the guys that go up on the uh poles. on the poles that mm -hmm. work with the actual electrical lines and she told him you are not meant to be doing this because you will be electrocuted and the guy said, well, this is what I've been doing for 20 years. And guess what? I'm not going to change. And he got electrocuted. Oh, my God. Is he okay? He's okay. <laughs> but he then he had to change career paths. Wow. Because it was not meant for him. That's what a natal chart does. Yeah. It's amazing. You should do that, I'd say, once every few years. It'll get you on the right path. Psychics speak in psychic meetings. They speak in past, present, and future. What your natal chart does is it tells you everything from the beginning. It doesn't speak about death. But it tells you everything towards your future, what you should be doing, what track you should be on. It even tells you if you should even be playing the lottery. It tells you everything, everything about your fortune, your misfortune. That's, to me, that's more amazing than, that's personally, than, uh, very amazing to do something like that. That's, that's detailed stuff. That's God, wrath of God type of craziness. Mm -hmm. That's what I say. Yeah, and I mean, uh, the way that it uses the stars and the planets, it yes. sounds a little like... How ancient civilizations Absolutely. Several. Yes. The Incas, the Mayans, they all did all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The Egyptians worked the out on those count. The Romans, all that stuff. So it's really amazing that in this modern age, we have human beings that can set up a program with your information. And boom, boom, everything connects, right? We mm -hmm. saw it. Everything connects. It's, it's a really vast chart. And it's really amazing. But you have to be very talented to read it. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, like everything else in life, mm -hmm. there are good policemen bad policemen and so-so policemen yeah. so you have to get somebody that's really good at that that's what i meant um, somebody that's very talented they'll be able to tell you 
So you believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that a bit? Can you see people's past lives? Is it something you don't really get to see? Is it You do. It's it's an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. It's an unusual thing. And you do sometimes. And, and it's happened in readings and desperate for a certain reason, like they want to have a child and they're not capable of having children. So my guide will take me back to past lives and then I see back there that it's not meant for that person to have a child in this lifetime because they made a pact back then or there was a problem back then and they made a pact not to bring that soul into this lifetime here right, or further lifetime or further lifetime so my guide will take me and I will give that information yes it does happen it's a rarity but it does happen and some people I know that you've told them that like they're a nurse in this lifetime they were a nurse in their past. Oh, lifetime. correct. Yes, and wars and stuff like that. Yes, it's a rarity, but it does happen. If it's something that I believe that each reading as individual is different, but if the guide thinks that that person needs to hear that for some validation, so they can move forward in life to feel better about themselves, to 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 understand who they are, what they are. So it all clicks. So it all clicks together. He'll tell them that. That's yeah. why you're a soldier because you've been in uniform for many, 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 many past yes. lives. And how does a person uh, find out, sort of, what their past lives were? Is that something that has to just come to an individual? Is there some kind of, I know some people do hypnosis. Correct. Past life regression, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I've never done because I'm scared. And I was told not to do it. Yeah. So, um, you know, you have to be careful when you're gifted certain things you're not allowed to do and stuff like that because yeah. they could open a Pandora's box. Remember, I deal with all my spirit guides, I have a ton of spirit guides, I don't, if they put me under, you never know what's going to happen, it's like a Pandora box, so, but, um, people could find out, you get to a, we get to a certain age when we're born, and we become what I call stupefied, and we forget everything from past lives and all that stuff, it's not meant, God doesn't let you, or whomever you may believe in, doesn't let you carry that information with you, Um, but you can find out through by accident with a reading or past life regressions, past life regressions and stuff like that. There are ways if you want to mess with it. God gives you that free will. There are ways to find out. My, my thinking is I'm more of like a here and now person. I really have no interest in it. But there's a lot of people. A lot do, of people are interested. But I really interested. have no interest in yeah. Like how is that going to help me? But a lot of people But some have, people are curious. They're curious. Right. They're curious because why am I... Why, why is there no one in my family that's a soldier and I'm a soldier? Right. Because you were born, you were born into that family in this time, and you were meant to be a soldier, mm-hmm. or a policeman, or a because fireman. Because I don't want someone to tell me I was a queen in my past life. Because then I'm going to be really PO'd. I'm just saying. <laughs> then I'm going to be like, okay. All right. <laughs> so now what? Now what do we do? Now what do we do? That would explain a lot. We're going to ship you right back to. We're going to ship you back to Egypt. Okay, um, so let's bring it back a bit to your abilities once again. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys mentioned uh, you kind of constantly receive these messages, yeah? You can't so, control that. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. It really is. People always ask us when we were here um, doing mm-hmm. the, uh, the Zen, Fest, the Zen Fest and we had the first day where we had the readings and we spoke about spirituality. Mm-hmm. That was one of the main questions mm-hmm. everybody had. Can you turn it off? Does it go away from you? When you go on vacation, does it stop? Do the spirits go on vacation? Mm-hmm. All these questions, mm-hmm. it does not stop. We are human beings, right? but it never stops. Mm-hmm. It never, never, never stops. 
um, there's always a message if that person needs that message, if there's a situation with that person. Is there a message for danger and all these things? It never, it never stops. And the most interesting thing about that that I'm going to tie into that is that I cannot read myself. I cannot do certain things for myself that I could do for you. I'm not allowed to. It's like we give you the tools, but you could only go so far mm -hmm. so you can't cheat. Right. You know what I mean? Cheating by bettering your life, right. your craft. You, as a human being, better your life. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to let you go this far so you could just steal the lottery or right. something the like that. Right, the tools are you know basically I mean? to help others. Right. And uh, you, speaking of helping others, you mentioned how you, there are certain messages, I think, or important messages you have to relay. Or, well, or is that kind of how you mentioned it? Well, the, this is how it happened when... I'm not embarrassed to tell anyone anything, but he was. He was very shy. So he would he would receive a message for someone and he would doubt himself. Suppress it. Keep suppress it. it. Think about it. And what happens is you start feeling ill. You start getting massive headaches. headaches, nauseousness. Sometimes you're even gonna puke. You know? So that's what happens when you suppress the message. So I would just tell him, if it's somebody at the grocery store checkout line tap on their shoulder excuse me ma'am so so you know so this and this and this and this god bless you goodbye that's yeah, it i didn't want people to think that i was crazy you know what i mean and again i'm a control freak i'm a Taurus. so i was like i would keep my mouth shut and she was like you're heading for danger zone keep your mouth shut and i started getting these really bad headaches i mean like devastating headaches devastating and then i started getting Nauseous. sick nauseousness what would bring me down to my knees and then I said, you know what? I don't want this anymore. I don't want this. I don't want to feel sick anymore or anything. When I started releasing and telling people things, I've never, ever, ever had a migraine headache that bad, spiritual again, or got sick. I just I started letting things go. doesn't matter whether you believe me or not. And I felt better. You know that you uh, have sessions with people where you charge your clients. Right. Are there still some messages that you just have to give a stranger in the street? Or oh, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. We do it all the time. We have. It's a lot of fun now for me. Yeah, we were in Orlando this weekend. That's exactly right. We met up with a friend of ours to have brunch yesterday before driving back, and we thought it was just going to be a regular, regular lunch, regular brunch at the Grand Floridian. Right. We're all spiritual. All spiritual. He's spiritual, and our friend is spiritual. But we try to set that aside and just have a regular conversation. And and he always, when he tilts his head like this to the right, because his spirit guide stands to the right, I know it's on. So I tell our friend, I go, oh, I said, watch out, it's on. And he looks at me all confused and he starts going, did you start dating someone new? Does she look like this and this and this? Is she in this? Did she do that? And his eyes just open. He's like, I'm just having my French toast for God's sake. <laughs> we didn't even know he was dating this girl because he was keeping it on the down low. Right. You know, he wasn't telling anyone. For a anyone year and a half or so, he was keeping until, it quiet. Yeah, until he, you know, was really sure. And um, uh, until yeah. my guy unmasked him, ousted him, ousted him, and he was <laughs> like, a, he was embarrassed. He got really red. Oh no! It happens like that. Yeah. yeah, that's how these things happen. It could be a friend. It could be anyone. A stranger. A stranger. Anyone. Anyone. Um. Actually, you mentioned that often after readings you forget them, right? And you forget yes. the people you read. Yes. Th thank you for asking that. That is the most amazing thing. I find it amazing. I we've asked other mediums, and it doesn't really happen to them. They kind of carry these things, and that's why I believe these people get burnt out. Yes, that's not good. They get burnt out. They get kind of angry. They can't, you know, for uh, many years, they get kind of... It wears of, you down. It wears you, you down. down. With me, 
I, I, I'm, I'm truly amazed. I'll read you for 30, 45 minutes, and as soon as we come off the FaceTime or whatever, within about 30 minutes or less, I can't even remember your name. Do you believe this is kind of a natural coping mechanism? Is it something you yes. chose to do, or does it just happen? No, it's a mechanism that, thanks thanks to God, or whatever you may believe it, or my guide, they erase everything. What I've had to tell people, I will not remember if I see you. Because people used to come up at the street, on the street, they, they would come up do. to me. They still, they still do. do. Hey, Mr. Seven. Hi, Armando. You read me two years ago. I said, I'm sorry if I read you even five minutes so ago. So then I have to, to make you. the apologies. I said, listen, don't take it personal. He doesn't remember me, and we've been married for 20 years. <laughs> he just forgets who you are and names. And, and listen, not some readings are happy and great, right? You're going to get a dream job. You're going to you know, move out of Florida. You're going to buy your dream home. But a lot of them are deep, serious, you know. Hardcore dreams. Your husband's, Hardcore your husband's cheating on you. Health issues. Health issues. They're not all happy, happy, joy, joy. No. You know what I mean? So why would you want to carry all of that within you? And, you know, so a lot of people, the, their innermost secrets come out there. Either the spirit guide tells you or they tell you. So it's deep stuff, you know. So, um, so he doesn't remember anybody or anything. So that's the amazing thing. Yeah. I, I don't remember these things. It gets wiped out. And I'm glad because I cannot carry those things around. Remember when we were at that restaurant? We were to have brunch one day at a restaurant. And the waitress comes up. And she's like, Mr. Seven, you read me and my sister a few weeks ago. And he was like blank. Right. <laughs> I was like, all, I'm so all, sorry. I don't know. It happens I all can't time. remember you. But now I warn everybody so they know. Yeah. Because I have, you know, my normal people that are always getting readings every month or every two months or whatever. And they're like, I already know you. You've read me before. I know you're not going to remember anything. And that's a good thing for them because I can't remember what was said. It's a great mechanism. Other people don't have it. I wish that they would have it because we've run across a lot of folks that get burnt out. Yeah. This is a, it's yeah. a tough thing on you. Daily, in and out. People that read 10, 15 people on a daily basis. Five, six days a week. You get burnt out because these human beings all come at you with problems. Nobody comes to see you if they have a million dollars in their pocket. With no problems. With no problem. Is there ever any messages you choose not to relay? I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to play God with information. Do people ever get angry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a woman the other day who paid for a 45-minute reading. And she was so excited for the reading. It was her first reading with him. She had heard great things. So for three days before the reading, she kept messaging, I can't wait to have my reading with you on Monday, let's suppose, right? Monday, the reading was at 10.30 in the morning. She starts messaging at 9 a.m. Can I call you earlier? No, your appointment's at 10.30. She calls and it was a FaceTime reading. And Armando, as soon as he connects with her, starts telling her that you're having problems in your marriage. So she puts her head down and she says, well, that's not what I would like to talk about, which is a big mistake because the spirit guide is going to tell you what they want to tell you. You can't manipulate the spirit guide. You can ask questions like, you want to know about your career or your marriage or when you're going to get married or certain questions and the spirit guide will answer but if when the spirit guide the first message he opens with is there are problems in your marriage that's what needs the most attention so she says well i didn't call you for that i want to speak about my business so armando said okay but i just want to let you know this is what he wants to speak about but you want to talk about your business that's fine let's head in that direction so they spoke for about five minutes. No less than that. As soon as uh, as soon as we I go towards the business, she hung up on me. Yeah, 
And so Armando tells me, I don't know if she hung up or if we have a bad connection. So I we, said, well, call her again. We called her back 10 times. We texted her. To this day, never heard back from never her. Heard from, a lot of people hear. can't deal. They don't want to deal. But for the most part, that happens maybe out of 100, 100%, that maybe that one. might happen one or two. In reality, everyone else takes the message. Yes. And they're, and they're thankful for they're it. They're thankful. There's a lot of crying, but there's a lot of validation where they're like, you know, I felt that. I, I kind of felt that. You know, I kind of fooled myself and things like that. Yeah. But the message is clear. There is no playing with the message. I cannot do that. Yep. I'm not allowed to do it. Just like everybody that calls, not everybody, but people People always ask me, you know, the lottery. Can you give numbers and all that stuff? If it's meant for you. If it's meant for you. But we've only had, of all the hundreds of thousands of people that we've read, maybe a handful of people that I've told things about the lottery. But that doesn't work that Did way. Did anyone win? Yeah, we've had a lot of people we've win money. we people win money. Wow. But these are special things that God has meant But also, for everybody thinks the lottery and everybody thinks the Powerball. No, maybe you're going to win five grand, but that five grand is really going to help you at a that scratch moment. scratch off, correct. You know, or ten grand. Or, or fifty dollars, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, if you're broke and they give you fifty bucks, it's fifty bucks, right? <laughs> so, young lady, the, the thing is that we, we don't sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. We have to give you the full message whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You guys live a very unique life Mm -hmm. so how do you feel that your lives are different from other people or how it's changed you as human beings or formed you well to us it's not different because we've been in it forever been in it forever with our parents yeah we've always you know we were both raised in that whole spiritual you know what i mean kind of world um, he suppressed it because his father was a non-believer. My mother was a non-believer, even though my mother's also a witch, because my gift comes through my mother's side of the family, but she's terrified. So she suppressed it. My father was very spiritual. For us, it's like totally normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's like normal. I mean, we lead, I mean, I'm not going to say boring lives, but... Um, no, we lead boring. Like, I'm definitely not boring. Yeah, she's not boring. I'm boring. <laughs> but we lead normal life. We don't consider ourselves special or anything mm-hmm. like that. I've always been a humble person, even as since I was a child. My mother was a humble human being. She taught me to be a humble person. You should always remain humble. Even though I'm a Taurus and I'm a hard-headed, materialistic person and all that, but I am a humble human being, and uh, we always maintain ourselves humble, mm-hmm. no matter what. Even in this, even being spiritual, um, I don't, I don't see ourselves as different or anything like that. Yeah. People do see us as different. That's why we don't go to parties and we don't go to certain things and all that stuff because people want to use us. Because we can't enjoy other. ourselves. We can't enjoy ourselves. So if we, if we go to a party or something, you know, we have a line of people wanting to ask questions and, and I'm like, when do we get to have fun? There is no normalcy here. Everybody's kind of crazy in their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what makes us all human beings. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us all different and special. If we were all normal, we'd be. this would be the most yeah. boring world. I mean, of, you we, know? We, we may maintain a, a regular life um do people think we have everything figured out yes they do we know we, we don't mm, we you have know? cats we have normal <laughs> situations we argue we bicker we all are just, the time all the time we are normal people we, we don't consider ourselves special is it a gift yes is that gift special mm-hmm. yes was it given to us by god or whomever you may believe in buddha muhammad yes it was given to us we treasure that gift. We respect that gift. But we it was honor given that gift to, us to help others. To help other human beings, and that's why Gypsy and I are. We're, when it comes to the faith of spiritualism, we're like like a straight arrow. We don't yeah. vary from that. Although these gifts you feel haven't uh, changed you fundamentally, do you feel like it's given you 
an understanding of the universe or the concept of death that is rare. Or Absolutely. Yes, uh, yes, it has. As God does not permit my guides within any reading or anyone uh, to know about death, we see you born, but we take you into the future. But He doesn't allow me to speak about death. I can't tell you what day, what month, what year someone's going to die. He doesn't permit that. But everyone kind of wants to know about the mystery of death. It's something most people think about, I would guess. But for you, you probably have a unique perspective sure, on what it means spirit, to die. Because spirit lives forever. Correct. So we know that, you know, we we're here for a certain amount of time. Hopefully we're here until we're old, wrinkled, you know, gray, and whatever. Yeah, I don't want to leave. I want to eat some more sushi before I go. <laughs> but yes, we do have a perspective on but that. But you don't view death the same when you realize that spirit lives forever. forever. It's not as, as fatal as, oh my God, you know, you died at 80 and that's it. No, the spirit goes on. Goes on. So you, you view it differently. You view yes. life and death differently really answer your question we live a more peaceful existence now that we're spiritual and we've learned all these things and we're still learning because spiritualism is an endless thing it's never ending it's never ending nobody knows all the answers or anything like that we do receive answers we do receive information but it's endless endless but we do live a more peaceful life because of our spirit guides and our ancestors but we also live normal lives. We have crazy things I have to, you know, yesterday I got home from vacation and my cats, I had to go change the kitty litter and do all this crazy stuff. That sounds troublesome. Yeah, they're, 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 they're cute, amazing. But they're, they're, they're amazing. They're, 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 but, they are, they're But we, as beings in our souls inside of each other, we are at peace. Mm -hmm. Spirituality has taught us to be humble, to be patient, not to force things. Correct. Um, to treat others the way you would like to be treated, to try to help as many people as you can. It really has taught us a lot, and we've changed a lot. Because I made a pact with my guides and ancestors. I said, bring to us whatever you would like for us. We're not forcing anything or chasing after anything anymore. We as human beings have free will. We could use our free will for good, and we could use our free will to, excuse my language, to screw up really bad. And we kind of use it sometimes to screw up really bad. Would you guys be willing to take some student questions? Sure. Awesome. We love that. Is it possible for a medium to ask another medium about their relatives? Absolutely. Um, I pick up more stuff for myself. Like Armando picks nothing up for himself, almost nothing. I tell him a lot of things that are going to happen to him and they always happen. But we do see ourselves with other people. People that we trust. Because when we want insight into what's going on in our lives, we need to ask someone else. About once a year, we do a checkup. Like if you go to the doctor to do a physical. Yep. That's what we do, a spiritual physical. Yeah. Yes, you can, of course, young lady. Anytime you can talk to psychic mediums, they all kind of, they trust each other. Whomever they trust, they, they speak to each other and, the, and their spirit guides talk to each other. There are mediums or psychic mediums that I've met that will tell you, well, I don't go to anyone else. I, you know, I check myself, but for a lot of them, and for us included, we need to look outside. I've done readings everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, wherever you can imagine. But now... Uh, the, yeah, the problem is that um, I told him one day, because I started receiving the message that he had to cut the in-person readings. So he checked with the spirit guide, and his spirit guide said, yes, um, stop the in-person readings because you're picking up too much negative stuff spiritual gunk you know what i mean yeah. and it's affecting you so remember what i said if, you, if you're really dirty spiritually things start closing up for you 
And what would happen to him is it would impede his uh, psychic sight. Even if he would cleanse himself every day, which we have to sometimes two, three times a day. So the spirit guide said, no more in person. Mm -hmm. And also he does a lot of, like he has a lot of local people in Miami, but he also does worldwide. So it's easier on the phone. So even if he wanted to, he can't see people in person. He hasn't seen people in person and I think over a year and a half. Over a year and a half, but we yeah. used to go to people's houses also. Oh yeah. And the danger with that is that a lot of folks would have their loved ones in ashes and urns. And that, and that's a very strong thing. And not everyone's house is spiritually clean. So that's why I also don't go and do that anymore. I, yeah. I could do it just, I have people come to me. Yeah. Do I still get dirty? Yes. Do spirits still show up in my house? Yes. Yeah, of course, because it's you're doing face time. It doesn't matter wherever you are in the world. We still get that, but yeah. it's less than seeing people in person. Yeah, so he does telephone call, FaceTime, or WhatsApp. What's up? Mm -hmm. Or regular call. Mm -hmm. But we have no more one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. I've, I've traveled all over Florida doing that. All over the place, no more one-on-one. -on -one. Is there anything you guys have gained from your experiences, any valuable lesson that you want everyone to, to know, that you feel everyone should know? Be um, genuine. Do not do anything bad to anyone else. Even if, you know, we have people that, that hurt us, that wish us poorly, and you know what? We pray for them. We never retaliate. We let our spirit guides and our ancestors take care of it. We don't, we don't get into that kind of stuff, you know? So let people wish you poorly, let people not like you. Just be true and authentic. Be a good person, be kind, help everyone you can. Believe in humanity. Call me whatever you want to call me, some kind of a nut, whatever, but I always have faith in humanity, no matter what happens out there in the world or here locally. There are more good people than bad people. Never give up in humanity. Yeah. Believe in humanity. Humanity is something really incredible. We were all put here for a reason. Lastly, and this one is just for fun, do you guys have any favorite stories from your experience? Oh my god, we have a ton of stories. Oh, we got travel stories of ghosts, we got haunted wow. house travel Oh yeah, course. this is a good one. We went to... Uh, <laughs> we got we, a ton of that stuff. We went a few years ago on vacation. Um, we always travel during the holidays. And we went to Alexandria, Virginia. We didn't, we miscalculated, I don't know why, because I mapped it out on like Google Maps, but we miscalculated how long it would take to get there. So we thought, hours. we thought it could be a straight drive. <laughs> I don't know why, we were crazy. We thought it would be a straight drive, which we really should have stopped somewhere for the night, but we didn't. So by the time we realized, Armando was like, we're three hours away. We're not gonna stop anywhere. We're just gonna keep driving. And you know- We already have been driving for 20 hours already. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. So we were exhausted. We got to the hotel. He was having a temper tantrum, meltdown in the car. He's like, I can't drive anymore. I'm like, we're almost there. So we get there, beautiful hotel, but everything in Alexandria, Virginia is haunted. Yeah, we can't remember Because that, of the history. Right, George Washington had his inaugural uh, ball there. I mean, this we're going way back to the 16, yeah, they 1500s have, They have buildings from the 1700s, 1600s no, there. 1600s and all that, yeah. And all of them have a little plaque, you know, George Washington slept here. Whatever. Fulanito de Tal was here, you know, all that kind of crazy stuff. So, so and also, Alex, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, George, remember Alexandria, Virginia is also right on the Potomac River. So water is a spiritual conductor for spirits. Yeah, water is always a conduit for spirits. For so spirits. if you're close to any body of water, Spiritual, spiritual activity energy is and activity hardcore. is always stronger because hardcore. they use water. Yes, they use yeah. water as a conduit to manifest. So I digress. So 
we get to the hotel room, we're exhausted. We throw the suitcases on the floor, we change into our pajamas, brush our teeth, wash our face and our hands, and go to bed. To bed. So that was at about two, three in the morning or something like that. Yeah. We got there. So we we wake up the next morning. Well, no, first, well, before that, I'm sorry. We I went to she was sleeping while we were sleeping. So sometime about four in the morning or so, this child appears by my bedside. And I look at him and he's all blue. So that tells me that this child uh, Drown. died drowning. He drowned. So he he's there wanting to tell me stuff and I'm like Dude, I'm exhausted, man. I'm exhausted. I can't do this right now. I'm sorry. Picked a wrong time, right. buddy. So I turn over towards her, and we left it at that. You thought you left it at I that. I thought I left it at that. This other lady showed up, and I said, no, I'm sorry. I can't. You know, I, so I went. I said, I can't. I went back to sleep. When I woke up in the morning. He goes to change to take a shower. When he takes off his T-shirt, it was, I swear to you, Beatrice, a bite mark, but a child's bite mark. All of the teeth were marked, he bit me. but it wasn't like a large mouth, like a person's mouth. No, it's a child. A small child, you know, maybe five, six. He bit me. That shows you how strong spirits could be. He was like, he wait a second, me. you can see me and understand me, but you don't want to deal with me? Oh, hold up, I'm going to bite you in the back. So he bit me like, let me see, I'll yeah, he bit me like here, and it was the most amazing thing, but we're used to that, because I've gotten scratched and yeah. pushed and all this stuff, but that was, a, that was an interesting one. We also, the most violent one that we ever had was in Savannah, Georgia. We were in... Uh, Savannah, Georgia is Savannah, Georgia haunted. is the most haunted city in the United States. I don't care what people say about New Orleans or Charleston or anywhere else. Savannah is hardcore. We were, uh, we went on a tour, on a private car tour, and one of the places was um, a cemetery. An Called old, Bonaventure Cemetery. Bonaventure Cemetery. Beautiful cemetery. Beautiful. Also by the Savannah River. It's where they have, you know, those old-style cemeteries where they have the big, beautiful statues of the person that died or a saint or an angel with, like, the lanterns. They don't have that anymore. Yeah, famous. That's that kind of cemetery. Right, famous people have been buried there, like John Mercer, yeah. all these famous and amazing people um, from Savannah. So we drive into this. We drive in in a private car. We're in the cemetery. The, uh, that was part of the stops in the lady store. We were in the back, so he was facing... This that you way. know window, and you were taking pictures this way, right? So we're in there, and I start feeling my heartbeat like dropping. The first thing I noticed that there was something wrong is he was not talking, which is a rarity. So I'm busy taking pictures with my phone through the window of all these amazing statues and stuff, and she's telling us who's buried there, whatever, right. and the history. And I noticed that he's not speaking. So I turn around, Armando, are you okay? So he slumped down in the seat like this, pale, white, sweating profusely. I freak out. I'm like, are you okay? He goes, I have to get out of here. They're trying to kill me. So a lot of spirits, they try to show you how they died. Why? I don't know. I don't want to know how he died. Yeah, because I'm also an empath. I receive right. from the dead and from the living. So basically, the guy probably died of a heart attack. Okay, so they went basically lowering his blood pressure and slowing his heartbeat. So he was basically like dying. So I said, can you please get us out of here? 
the lady that was driving said, is your husband gifted? Because this happens. Yeah, they didn't know. This happens when people are gifted. And she's like, yes, he is. You, we need to leave here. So she said, of course, we're going to leave here. Yeah. And we left the cemetery, and I had we went to the closest thing. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. And, and I knew and, you didn't feel well when you didn't want a donut. Right. That's exactly I knew. right. I knew he was dying when he didn't want a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I washed my face and everything. They had to take me back to the B&B, and I slept all afternoon long. It ruined my trip for that day, but I went to sleep, and then I got up at night, and I felt better. That was the most hardcore thing that's happened to me. And it's been scary. And that was scary. Scary for me. Imagine you turn around, you're like, what? Yeah. You're having you know? a stroke. You're having a heart attack right there yeah. because of that spirit doing that. Yeah. First time that we stayed at the inn in Savannah, we used to stay at this inn in Savannah. Beautiful inn. Oh, Gorgeous. Yeah. And um, That was wicked. The woman that owned it was from Boston. She wasn't originally from there. And this is... We, this we is back in 2009. Yeah. We what hadn't been married for a long time. So, you know, we knew we were both spiritual and everything, but... Things started getting um, heavier and more active the longer we were together, okay? So at first, I mean, I will say I thought he was a little crazy. Like the things that he would tell me, I'm like, this guy's nuts. I married a crazy man. <laughs> okay, I'm stuck, whatever. <laughs> so he wakes me up one morning and he says, I had the weirdest dream. What happened? He goes, I was in this house in the 50s, okay? Because that house was from when? Uh, 1883. Right. So he goes, I was in this house in the 50s. So the owner of the house comes. He doesn't know anything about women's fashion. So he tells me she, she was wearing a jacket like this. It was pink. And she was wearing a little hat that pillbox looked hat. like a round box. I go, oh, they call that a pillbox hat. Jackie Kennedy used to wear those all the time in that era. So that's what the lady was wearing. She looked like this, this, and this. And she basically showed, the, it was the same house, but decorated entirely different. And she was showing me different parts of the house and telling me about herself and who she was married to and that she would have grand parties here and that they loved entertaining. So I thought he was nuts, right? I'm like, okay. He goes, should we tell the owner? I'm like, do you want to get kicked out of the inn? <laughs> like, I didn't know if she was a holy roller and, you know, she was going to think we were nuts. So, of course, he doesn't listen to me. So we're having breakfast and he goes, hey, um, I got to tell you about a dream I had. So she goes, listens to the entire thing. And she goes, come with me. And I'm like, we're getting kicked out of the inn. <laughs> Thank you, Armando. This is wonderful. Now what do we do? Come to my office. So come to my office. So she opens out. up this computer and she goes, I want to show you a picture that someone took. So her gardens were so beautiful in this house and her front door was so beautiful that tourists that would be walking by would stop and have their picture taken in front of the house. So in Savannah, in the South, they have, in these old homes, they have windows that are floor to ceilings. And then they have these very beautiful, like velvet or uh, curtains that are with like a sash, you know, gathered. Mm -hmm. So you could still see the window. So she says, someone sent me this via email and I've always kept it because I thought it was interesting. So basically, it was a woman there on vacation with her husband. Her husband was taking the picture of her in front of the garden, but she caught the window behind. And in the window behind, you see a ghost-like, it was like a skeleton, but then it had like a, like a, like a bluish, you know, kind of like a mist around it. But then you could see the woman's hair, which was the exact same hair that Armando described, and the pillbox hat. And she had her hand holding the side of the drapes and looking. Like, you know when somebody pulls up and you're like, who's that? And you look out the thing. 
and they caught her in the picture. The same person that I described. Same person Armando described. It was amazing. That was a lot of fun to see. That was a great yeah. validation to see something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I freaked out. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, that was the first night. And the second night, somebody else showed up. It was crazy because those places are really, you could call them hauntings, but it's really not haunted. It's really residual from these people that love those mansions. They love those places, and they're just, I guess, stuck there for a moment. For, for, you know. But it was amazing. It was great. We've had all kinds of crazy things happen to us in Savannah. Mm -hmm. Also in Charleston, uh, in New Orleans, we've had the same problem. But in Savannah, is the most wicked place. Mm -hmm. Wicked. <laughs> wicked. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Yeah, a lot of people don't know what it is. <laughs> but those are stories yeah. of places that we traveled and we've had those kind of uh, things uh, happen to us. All right. Uh, that's pretty much all the time we have. Yay. But I would sit here all day asking you guys questions. Thank you, Beatrice. Thank you for Thank having you so us. Much. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming and being Thank on, on Real Talk. Thank it you. It was a pleasure. Real Talk. Amazing. I hope your listeners get a kick out of all this. <laughs> and learn and, a little bit, And right? learn a little bit of the craziness of the lives of two psychic mediums. But the most important thing is love yourselves. Respect yourselves. Never lose your faith. Never lose your faith. And move forward in life, for God's sakes. It's all about evolution. Move forward. There's nothing that a human being cannot conquer. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing without faith. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you once again to our listeners for joining us through another episode of Real Talk. I hope you guys had as much fun listening to this episode as I did recording it. If you guys want to follow Armando and Gypsy or contact them, you can find them on Instagram at just call me Mr. Seven. That's just call me Mr. Seven with underscores after every word. Mr. is MR period and seven is the number seven. So at just call me Mr. Seven. If you'd like to follow Gypsy, that's at spiritual baths by La Gypsy with once again, underscores after every word, spiritual baths by La Gypsy, G-Y-P-S-Y. Have your own spooky stories to tell? Have you or anyone you know encountered a spirit or had a psychic experience? Sound off in the comments and let us know. We'll see you next time, Panthers. And as always, relax, feel good, and be well. <laughs>